live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome to all of our new Pluto TV viewers, channel 517. I know there are more than 20 million active users. Today's our first day on Pluto TV. We're very excited about that. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome iHeartRadio Network listeners. On today's show, this is your Sports Central for better. We're going to break down what happened on Monday Night Football. Look at the props. We're going to talk about what happened in college football this past Saturday with an emphasis of looking forward to what it means for this week. We'll break down NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops for tonight, NFL for the weekend. And we'll close out the show with Ralph's trends and angles, something you do not want to miss. <laughs> He's got a good one. For today, let's get right into it, Ralph. Your Sports Central for Betters begins right now. Let's start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. A recap of what happened last night and Monday Night Football. Look, Phillip Rivers looked old and bad against the Oakland Raiders two weeks ago. Last night, he looked older and badder. Not a good performance uh, for the Chargers' future Hall of Fame quarterback. Four interceptions, including the one that cost them and their backers at the end of the game. Wasn't the best we've seen the Chiefs played, but they did enough to get the money. Kansas City and under on Monday Night Football. Eddie, I'm going to say that Mahomes looked every bit as old and as bad as Rivers throwing the ball. The difference in the game was him being able to stretch out in those five runs for 60 yards, extending those drives. You know, when you're plus three turnovers, uh, you know, and, and you're eking out the game like you did, it's not a game. So obviously didn't go anywhere near the way I thought it would. We'll break down a bunch of L's that I had coming up here in a minute. Yeah, that's never good to come on a show and talk about the losses, but they are real. And we don't sugarcoat them. When we're right, we'll crow about it. When we're wrong, we will accept responsibility. And let's start with a little prop shop recap from last night. You had Tyreek Hill to score the first touchdown at 8-1. to one. He was a non-factor in the game. Hill went under in everything. He didn't catch passes. He didn't get yards. He didn't score a touchdown. And he did not get the first TD of the game. The 8-1 to one there, no good. We talked about the team totals. Chiefs stayed under 29. Chargers stayed under 24. Uh, when the, uh, with the first talk about the props. Well, absolutely. And you have to remember that, that when you're playing the over, you're expecting a player to be healthy. We saw Tyreek Hill go out with a hamstring injury, never came back in the game, targeted twice early. So anytime you're betting the over, the injury factor is always something that has to be in play. Yeah, so we talked a lot about the adjusted point spreads yesterday, like the Chargers minus three and a half plus 300, the over 60 and a half plus 255, the Chiefs minus 11 and a half at plus 240. But of all the long shots that cashed, the only one that came in was the under 46 and a half at plus 255. Did you ever take those plus price props with the alternate point spreads, Ralph? Eddie, I don't handicap them during the regular season. When we're playing around in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, I sometimes do, because then you're getting so much over money because the public's betting the over that I think there's some more value when I like the unders. 
Sure. That makes a ton of sense. Speaking of unders, Patrick Mahomes under 319 and a half passing yards, under two and a half uh, touchdowns. Phillip Rivers went over passing yards, but under TDs, much to the chagrin of Chargers betters last night. I'm going to give one lesson. And we were talking about Mahomes two and a half touchdowns. And I liked over that. And when I looked at another another line outlet I had here in Vegas later in the night, they had over one and a half touchdowns at minus 230. And I'm working it out of my head. You know, do I bet four units to win two units at minus 230? Thankfully, I didn't pull the plug. And unless you handicap it thoroughly and you think you may be getting some value because you see a different line later, don't be too quick to make that play. Go back and re-handicap it from the beginning so you're betting with your head and not with a uh, an instinctive bet. Makes a ton of sense right there. The numbers do not lie, except for when you're asking them to do. Let's talk about some of the player props. Austin Eckler rushing receiving yards over 58 and a half. He flew over with his pass catching ability last night. Melvin Gordon stayed under his rushing yards total of 74 and a half. Tyreek Hill under 89 and a half receiving yards, no TD. Keenan Allen went over 65 and a half receiving yards. Sammy Watkins under 56 and a half receiving yards. Travis Kelsey over 68 and a half receiving yards. And Ralph, this is one you talked about in the more than mile high air of Mexico City. You like the over made field goals prop over three and a half. Got there at plus 135. And it got there before halftime because of that long kick right before the break, just as you handicapped here on the show yesterday. Yeah, that was a win. You know, one thing I want to point out with Kelsey is when you're looking at player stats, you have to put an asterisk next to his 10 targets and seven receptions last night because he was the focus because Tyreek Hill was out. So anytime you're looking at these numbers and you're moving forward with them, you have to remember the situations of what occurred because he would have never got that many targets without Hill if Hill were in the lineup. Let's talk a little hoops from last night. This was a bad result for books throughout the country, particularly here in Las Vegas. Uh, the New York Knicks got steamed. The Knicks as favorites. And they won and covered wire to wire against the Cavs. The Cavs on the second night of back-to-back. Kevin Love sat, and they were a no-show at Madison Square Garden. Knicks took the money. Knicks got the money. Not a good result for bookmakers. Teddy, are you pissed at me? You're t- we're talking about two basketball games. The Knicks and Evansville beating Kentucky and then losing to SMU. I had two plays yesterday. They were Evansville and the Cavs Knicks under the total. (laughs) That's a rough go, Ralph. We'll be right back here on Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. follow ralph on twitter at cal sports lv you can follow me on twitter at petty underscore covers but forget about us let's talk about sports grid find us on youtube at sports grid network all fantasy and sports wagering all the time sports grid network on youtube on instagram it's at sports grid tv i encourage you follow both today ralph On Tuesdays, we get into college football because on Mondays, we go deep dive into the NFL. So it's time to talk about what happened, why it happened, and what it means moving forward. A quick college football recap from last Saturday. We start with Ralph's TNA. No, not that kind of TNA. Trends and angles. What do you got for us, Mr. Michaels, from college football this past weekend? Well, you know, we always have to talk about the upsets. Three double-digit upsets this past week. West Virginia against Kansas State, Rice against Middle Tennessee. I don't know where that Rice offense came because it certainly wasn't there the previous eight games. And Syracuse knocks off Duke. And for those Ivy fans, there were three dogs of 14 or more that covered in the Ivy this past week. Cornell beats Dartmouth as a 27-point favorite. Brown beats Columbia. And Penn beats Harvard, turning the Ivy League inside out. And Ivy League point spreads, of course, not on the main board here in Las Vegas. Those of you betting those, degenerate special last week, and hope you did well with those big uh, underdogs. Let's talk the big stories. Uh, This is one that stood out to me, certainly the missed extra point heard around the world. Minnesota rallies against Iowa. They closed plus three, plus three and a half. They lost by four. They missed the extra point. Hawkeyes dominated the first half and held on for the cover. Bad result for betters. Good result for books. There was a lot of Minnesota money uh, this past Saturday. Teddy, let's be fair. 
we remember what what have you done for me lately and what happened recently. But Iowa, their first touchdown, they missed an extra point too. So the extra points were a wash. Iowa wins by four and covers. Yeah, but when you go the whole game, you're like, get in the TD. You have a Minnesota ticket in your pocket like I did. And the whole you're like, oh, rally back. And they rally back and they score the touchdown and then they miss the extra point. It's a different feel than a missed extra point early in the game. It really is. Uh, and you know that. Just like the insanity at the end of the Northwestern game. Northwestern and UMass, 39 apparently a key number right now. This game opened 38, 38 and a half. Got bet up. 40 and a half, 41 during the week, came back down on game day, game day and landed anywhere, depending on the book, some at 38 and a half, some at 39, some at 39 and a half. Lo and behold, the Wildcats score three fourth quarter touchdowns, kick three fourth quarter extra points and win the game by exactly 39. That <laughs> is one of those deals where you say, well, Betty Marcus got this one right. But if you bet it, didn't matter which side you have, you're supposed to cast your ticket whether it's Northwestern or UMass in that game. You know, one thing I'm going to take out of this, Teddy, is that Northwestern's getting too much credit for a 45-6 to win. Northwestern had 410 yards against UMass. The only team this entire season to get less than 410 yards was Akron, who had 406 yards. I think this gives us value moving forward playing against Northwestern. Makes a ton of sense. The problem is Northwestern's playing the Minnesota team we just talked about coming off their first loss of the season and the mixed extra point this week. Gophers laying double digits in that ball game. Talk about results that were real shockers on Saturday. Mountaineers. West Virginia goes into K-State, wins that game straight up. Kansas State looked really hungover last week after a tough loss the previous week. I like this West Virginia team. You know, they may be getting up, beat up on defense, but Neil Brown, I believe, has them heading in the right direction. When Austin Kendall does not make mistakes and they win the turnover battle, they're competitive and can win games. You know, I had West Virginia down much more. I actually, despite getting a six-game losing streak, I actually have them moved up from the beginning of the season of where I had had them at the start. And that's so key to note, Ralph, because here we are mid-November. There's still two, three games for a lot of teams in the regular season plus the postseason, and I'm always trying to keep my eye on who's that turnaround team in November, West Virginia, perhaps has that potential, that six-game losing streak now snapped for the Mountaineers. Nick Saban off a loss equals public money, and the public cleaned up betting Bama last week. Tua gets hurt, no problem. The Crimson Tide still win and cover and do it pretty easily. First half, second half, didn't matter. Alabama got the money. This, as we heard from Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook yesterday, this was the worst game of the day on Saturday for many bookmakers. It is public nature to remember bad beats, Teddy. We all do it. They get publicized. People tweet it out, so Scott Van Pelt talks about it on ESPN. But let's remember this. I had the under in this game. It was 35-7 to at the half. Tua gets hurt. Three total points scored in the second half as Bama goes in lockdown mode. I get a fortunate win on the under. Hey, nice job, Ralph. You love it when those fall in your direction. And, you know, we talk about bad beats. 
You don't get bad beats on unders sometimes, or on overs. Uh, you get them on unders all the time. Good job cashing that one. Georgia-Auburn was an exciting game. Georgia basically put together one drive for the entire contest, and they still won by a touchdown. The offense continues to struggle. The defense dominant again. Georgia and under at Auburn. I mean, is Auburn the most impressive second-half team there is? What we saw week one against Oregon, we see them fight back against LSU. We see them fight back against Georgia. You know, that's the kind of team when you have a freshman quarterback who who takes a little while to get used to in the game, uh, certainly a team you have circled going into next season. Sure. Uh, Auburn is likely to be a very popular team in Las Vegas this coming offseason. There's a lot to like there. There was a lot to like on Saturday night if you were laying points in the Pac-12. Utah blows out UCLA, and I mean blowout. You know, Bruins had a chance early. There was a fumble six that made a big difference in that game. Instead of being 14-10, to 10, it was 21-3, to 3, and the route was on. And it was kind of a similar story with USC against Cal. Not quite as dramatic, but... The Trojans played as well as I've seen them play all year. The Cal Bears did not. Utah and USC on a collision course in the Pac-12 South. Oh, absolutely. And I can see we talked about this, and we'll talk about it again. The one-loss teams in the top 10 do have to look for style points. The undefeated teams, it doesn't matter. You win out, you're in. The one-loss teams like Utah, if you have the opportunity to score or put on that extra touchdown, you do so. As far as USC, you have a complete new offense with Graham Harrell as your OC installing the type of air raid they're using, and you're starting to see their offense come to fruition. Hey, and what happens when you have an offense that can go down and move the ball and keep control of the time of possession? All of a sudden, your defense puts up some damn good numbers as well. Yeah, and of course, the USC and Utah have already played this year. USC won that game, but Utah has a one-game advantage in the loss column right now. If the Utes win out, they'll be in the Pac-12 title game. If they don't, USC right on their heels. Game on Saturday night that's definitely worth talking about. The Sooners down 28-3 to at Baylor. Heck of a rally. That was impressive. However, they never sniffed the point spread cover. Baylor, wire to wire, plus the points. One touchdown into the third quarter. I thought, and I'm sure most people thought, Oklahoma was going to win this game. It was clearly a team with a head coach and a quarterback that's been there and done that with a team, Baylor, that has to learn how to win with the deer in the, head look, with the, deer in the headlights look. Sure, and Baylor's laying this week. Uh, the markets seem to like the Bears, which surprised me a little bit. Wise guys got it wrong on this one. Notre Dame hammered Navy. There was nothing but Navy money all week. And Tom Herman as an underdog. All he does is win games. No, but cover point spreads. Now 15-4 and four against the spread as a dog. But just 3-3 three and three the last three tries, even with the cover last week at Iowa State. When we come back. Ralph and I break down Tuesday night action, Tuesday night NBA. We've got Tuesday night college hoops. Stay tuned right here on the grid. Wait, you're talking to. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. next daily fantasy millionaire dunk on your nba dfs competition with the dailyroto.com and dominate on fanduel and DraftKings this season compete with the pros with the dailyroto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in nba dfs plus lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and much more save 10 percent on winning nba dfs advice with the promo code DUNK, that's D-U-N-K, visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. It's big game breakdown time here on Wager Talk Ralph. And let's get into it. we got six games to talk about for tonight. We'll start with some weeknight action. Ohio University bet up to minus 21 at Bowling Green. Total 56 and a half. And look, I understand Bowling Green is a bottom feeder. And bottom feeder may be giving them too much credit. <laughs> you know, they're not Akron, but they're not a whole much, a whole lot better than Akron. Uh, when all said and done, 
a difficult team for the markets to get to the window with. Nobody seems to want Bowling Green in this game. So your other choice is Ohio U, a team that's just lost back-to-back heartbreakers at home. Now they're laying three touchdowns on the road, so you got to win by more than three touchdowns from a demoralized team, and their defense isn't any good. Hard to lay three TDs on the road with a defense that isn't getting stops. You got anything to do with Ohio U and Bowling Green tonight? Is there a bet to be made between the Bobcats and the Falcons? By looking at Ohio's record, are they still motivated? Yeah, they have to be. I mean, clearly disappointed. They were one of the MAC favorites in their division, and now they come in four and six. And, you know, you gave away a Western Michigan game and a Miami game that was close the last couple games, and it changed your season. But the alternative is you're going to be a three-touchdown favorite this week. You're going to be a four-touchdown favorite against Akron next week. You take care of business. You are Ohio. You do have a storied program. So, there, you know, the way it's looking, it looks like every team that has six wins is going to go to a bowl this year. So while some of the Max and CUSA teams used to have to worry about it, it doesn't look like there's going to be an issue this year. They should all get in. I think that gives you motivation. And when you look at BG, Teddy, their seven losses have been by 39 points per game. <laughs> that is not the type of underdog I'm interested in, especially as we talk about November. But you say that all the six-win teams are going to get in. I mean, Wyoming last year, a six-win team that didn't get in. It does happen. And no team at six from a MAC or a Mountain West or a CUSA or a Sunbelt can feel comfortable. They feel comfortable when they get to seven at six. You're still looking for another victory, although Petty, Ohio Petty U has drawn fairly well. The last couple of years, there have been more bowl-eligible teams than bowls. Remember, there are three more bowls this year, and the way the schedule's playing out, we won't have enough bowl-eligible teams. There will be some five and seven teams going to bowls. <laughs> that, uh, it's exactly what college football needs is three new bowls, although as a better, you love it. It gives you more opportunities in December to fade bad teams that shouldn't be there. Let's talk about the other game on ESPN2 tonight in Tuesday night. Maction, there's Maction every night, uh, every weeknight this week in college football. And we've seen money for the dog and money for the over in the last couple of hours. Eastern Michigan was a five-point underdog at Northern Illinois. Now they're down to plus four. Totals have been bet up from 54 up to 55 and a half, even 56 popping up. And this has been an extremely competitive series. Each of the last three years, these two teams have played and gone to overtime. And each of the last three years, Northern Illinois has won the game in overtime by three, three, and seven. This is not one of the better Huskies teams of this decade. Although Eastern Michigan hasn't been very good either. They've been, in my mind, every bit as big a disappointment as Northern Illinois has been. The Eagles got right last week. They faced the right opponent uh, on national TV. But that also puts them very much in position where these wins matter. These games matter. And from the quotes I was reading, Eastern appears to be very interested in snapping their losing streak to Northern Illinois tonight. Are the Huskies good enough to win this game and win it by margin? And the betters have it right, taking Eastern plus the points in early betting action today. This is one of the games where I'm not getting to the window. There's not much that I can add to sway you one way or the other. Uh, I would lean with the points. Eastern's been such a good dog under Chris Creighton, and you know he keeps playing hard. To, to, 
Eastern to me is a team that's ecstatic to get to any bowl. New Orleans, a team, new, excuse me, Northern Illinois is a team that has been to some good bowls. So for them to get to six wins and be the bottom feeder bowls, different dynamics, which I think gives a little more excitement in this game towards Eastern. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. If I'm playing that game, I will not be laying. It's Eagles or pass for this better. Let's shift focus to the NBA for tonight. We have an impact injury in this game. The Sacramento Kings at home laying two and a half total, 220 and a half against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns were without Ricky Rubio last night, a late scratch with a balky back. And you know what? They weren't good offensively. They look completely out of sync throughout finishing the season low 85 points. Now, that did come against the Celtics defense. And Sacramento is not Boston on the defensive end of the court. We'll just leave it at that. And the Kings, too, have their fair share of injury concerns right now, obviously playing uh, without Aaron Fox and playing without Marvin Bagley, their starting point guard uh, and a key contributor up front. But they've been doing that. They've been playing without Fox. Phoenix, without Rubio last night, looked lost. He's not expected to play this evening. And the Hot Suns have cooled off a little bit, ATS. It's Sacramento, the hot team now. They've won five of their last seven, looking completely different than they did when they started 0-5. Ralph, do you believe the Sacramento Kings enough to lay points with them here against the Suns team on the second of back-to-backs playing without their starting point guard? Oh, again, the NBA is not my forte early in the year, but my thought is this. The Phoenix Suns team is getting respect. And you still have to go on the road and learn to win games on the road. And I think Phoenix is still going to struggle the first half of the season playing in tough back-to-backs, playing in tough venues, going in some of those travel situations that that can really strain a team. So uh, I will I will be looking to fade Phoenix in certain situations coming up. Uh, tonight, no opinion, but I would lean with the home team. Teddy, you know, I've got a question for you. Paul George going back, not going back, but playing tonight for the first time? Or did he play last night for the first time? Yeah, don't worry about asking me the question, Ralph. I got it. Paul George played last night. This is the Lakers uh, and the Oklahoma City Thunders. But I I have a question with that. Is that motivation for you when a star plays against his old team like that was last night? Well, it certainly was. I mean, OKC was wire to wire in that game. And, uh, you know, they, they didn't win the game. Uh, but they got the money uh, in that contest. Now, tonight, it's the night after that. We're talking about OKC trying to find that same level of energy after they went to the wire with the Clippers last night. Now, with a road team and no travel, it's not as bad of a back-to-back as you often see in the NBA. But the minutes counts were high for the Thunder last night. They haven't exactly been road juggernauts uh, so far this season. and. The Lakers are a good team right now. I'll tell you what, L.A. coming to the season, the hype was there. I wasn't convinced that the Lakers would be there, certainly not in October and November. I was wrong. Uh, and even with Anthony Davis, uh, you know, missing time, defensively L.A.'s been there. The effort's been there on a night-in-night-out basis. LeBron James is leading the league in assists. <laughs> There's a lot to like about the Lakers. I worry about OKC finding that same energy tonight as they did last night. Not always easy to do on the second of back-to-backs. 
Not a game I plan on getting involved with, but if I was playing, I'd be laying, lean towards the under in that contest as well. Let's talk a little college hoops for tonight. Grand Canyon. This is what I love about college hoops. All right. You get to talk about teams like Grand Canyon and Montana State. I don't care what's going on in football. We're not talking Grand <laughs> Grand Canyon versus Montana State. But in college hoops, these are moneymakers. They're legit moneymakers. What's your take on two teams that I barely even know the nicknames for, Ralph? Well, do you know the head coach of Grand Canyon, right? Who's that? Dan Marley, and they're they're the antelopes, sure. by the way. Uh, th- this is one situation. I normally don't play this situation, Teddy. Grand Canyon comes in 0-3 against the spread. Montana State 5-0 against the spread. That's why we've seen movement with this line coming down. But Montana State just went to Greensboro. They played in a tournament at NC Greensboro. They played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We are now November 19th. They're playing their fourth game and fifth night against a Grand Canyon team that started 0-3, finally got right against Arkansas Pine Bluff, and now is sitting at home, fired up, ready to run it on these guys that are going to be tired and not in the same condition when we get into conference tournaments in March. So you're saying take a look at Grand Canyon minus the spot against Montana State that could be value and situationally looks really good for Dan Marley's squad. Let's talk about Alabama. This number looks short at first glance. Playing at home, the Crimson Tide, only four and a half, total 153 against Furman. If you followed the Buffalo Bulls last year, you know they were one of the fastest teams in the country. Well, their head coach, Nate Oates, is now at Alabama. He wants to be the fastest team in the country. What happens when you don't have the guards to do that? You turn the ball over 22 times against Rhode Island. He's still learning how to play with pace. He has a transfer who may become eligible tonight. Stay tuned with that. He has his other guard who's a game-time decision with injuries. If both of those players are out, even if one of them is out tonight, Furman pulls the outright upset. Outright upset call from Ralph Michaels right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid, get on the grid, be on the grid. NFL NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. 
Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. If you're ranking sports for popularity amongst betters, number one would absolutely positively be the NFL. NFL is the number one sport for betters here in the United States, and it's not even close. When I first moved to Las Vegas, uh, very clear, NFL is king, everything is secondary. So today, let's take a deep dive into the NFL for this coming week. Let's break down as many games as we can, Ralph, and we'll start with Thursday night football, the Houston Texans minus three and a half, total 45 and a half against the Indianapolis Colts. And these two teams are coming off the opposite results from last week. Indy, dominant performance, bludgeoning Jacksonville at the line of scrimmage. Marlon Mack ran for 100 yards in the first half. He got hurt. The backup came and ran for 100 yards in the second half. They outrushed uh, the Jags 10 to 1 in that game, one by three touchdowns. The Texans, well, Deshaun Watson lost a game by double digits as a sophomore in high school. Prior to that, he had, well, he lost a playoff game by double digits last year to Indy. But prior to that, until last week at Baltimore, he'd never been in a blowout loss since his sophomore year in high school. Well, Texans coming off a blowout loss, and they suffered injuries galore in that ballgame. Their entire secondary appears to be questionable, doubtful, or out this week. Texans, minus three and a half, 44 and a half, Thursday night football against the Colts. It's time we start looking at same season revenge angles, uh, you know, and, and one of those powerful angles, this doesn't apply here. I'll just mention it here. If you lose your first game as a home favorite in the season and in your rematch, you're over 62%, and we'll have more on that as we go. But, it, I mean, is as important game as any. This is where you start after looking at the standings. You're looking at Houston and Indy, both at 6-4. and four. You're looking at the Texans one game down with their loss to Indy. And I look at I look at this game, and I I do lean with the home team, Teddy, because you look at you look at the Colts, and with Brissett, he went to KC. Yes, he had a good game. They had 331 yards. Then they went to Pittsburgh. They lost that game. Played well though, covered the spread. But those have been the only two road games. They've had six home games and only two road games their last eight. They now have to travel to a tough venue. Houston off the embarrassing loss, Indy off the win. I am going to lean with the Houston Texans. Your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't talk about that at all. And it's definitely worth noting what that Colts injury report looks like. I talked about Houston's issues in the secondary, and they're real. Indy, 
I mean, I'm not going to even talk Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck's been gone all year. But they're without T.Y. Hilton. They're without Paris Campbell. And they're without Marlon Mack. That's three significant playmakers from a team that sometimes has struggled to create offense. They can't run the ball down your throat. Indy's having their fair share of difficulties. Um, I'm still thinking about this one, Ralph. This is not a game where I've got a strong Tuesday lean. Good thing the game's not being played until Thursday. Teddy, what were you doing in 1996? In 1996, I was managing bar restaurants thinking about moving to Las Vegas. Since that time, the Browns have been a double-digit favorite one time. (laughs) (laughs) That was against San Francisco in 2007. Now the Browns are an 11-point favorite against Miami. Miami, uh, again, the Browns, we know the disappointment. We know, but they've come back, and and they they had a big win last week. Extra time to prep. Miami now off a straight-up and ATS loss, stopped their streak of five straight. Take us through this Browns-Dolphins game. Well, first, I need to know, did the Browns cover a double-digit chalk or not? It's only happened one time. Was it a good result or a bad result? They did. They were laying 11 and a half, and they won by 14. There you go. Exactly. So Cleveland 100% in this role for more than two decades, uh, which shows, again, the numbers tell the truth. The way you use them can often be misleading. Uh, This is not a game that I expect to play. Let me start with that. Miami was the hottest point spread team in the NFL prior to last week. And last week they faced a team that was motivated and they got their butts kicked. You know, and the Dolphins were not in that game. And they played a team that plays defense. And that may be the bigger cut. Look, Fitzpatrick's been good. Flat out good. You know, I mean, what's he have one pick the last three games? I mean, he's avoided the mistakes that have plagued him for much of his career. But the team around him, you know, when you're taking Miami, even now there's a leap of faith involved. And now, of course, you're talking about a warm weather team going to a cold weather venue. I worry about how well the Dolphins will take a punch in this game. Whenever I'm thinking about taking a double-digit underdog, the thought process always goes to how will they respond to adversity. And for much of the season, the Dolphins have responded fairly well to adversity. Not in the first month, but certainly over the course of the last month, they've done much better in that regard. I'm not convinced that happens here. But, of course, if you're talking about laying doubles with Cleveland, Cleveland's not winning games by double-digit margins right now. Not an easy team uh, for me or many betters to lay this price with, especially given their lack of any track record in this role, Uh, not just in the Kitchens era or the Mayfield era, but in any era. Worth noting that after throwing picks in every one of his first seven games, Mayfield's gone three straight games without an INT. That, at least a sign in the right direction for Cleveland. And no surprise, they've started winning since he stopped throwing the INTs. Brandon Allen, two. Ralph Michaels, zero. Brandon Allen did enough to beat Cleveland at home. Brandon Allen jumped out on the Minnesota Vikings. They held on to cover. Now they're traveling for the third time in four games. They're traveling back-to-back weeks. They're playing a physical Minnesota team and now a very physical Buffalo team. Will the Bills finally get two wins in a row for the first time in four games coming off that win at Miami? Buffalo currently a four-point favorite, a total of 37. 
And this is the first time that we're really seeing legitimate market support for the Denver Broncos. This is wise guy money. This opened five and a half. Uh, Look ahead line was six and a half. Uh, And now we're seeing Denver with (laughs) the third of the three Allens. You know, Uh, there's an Allen uh, quarterbacking every team right now. But if you're going to rank them, Buffalo's Allen comes first. Carolina's Allen comes second. And Denver's Allen comes third. He's just keeping the seat warm until they feel like Drew Locke will be ready, uh, which apparently he is not because uh, he's expected to go again uh, this weekend. But the third of three Allens. And last week, the downfield passing game was there against Minnesota. You know, he had the first five completions of, of 20 yards or more uh, for Allen in that ballgame. was impressive. And then Denver found a way to lose the game, which is what the Broncos have been doing all year. The defense played well. The offense played well. They covered the spread wire to wire, but they lost. And now you're talking about a losing team going back to the cold on another road trip for another early start game. I don't love the Broncos in this spot at the same time that the markets are giving the Broncos a whole lot of credit right about now. Bill played the year. Uh, certainly one of the best games of the year. I'm not in any rush to step in front of Buffalo here in, in this deflated point spread range now that Denver finally getting some betting market support. We know the Eagles are as banged up as any team out there, and they now sit at 5-5. Five and five. They lost to Atlanta. They followed it up with a loss to Detroit. They lost at Minnesota. They followed it up with a loss to Dallas. They lost to New England, and now they take on a Seattle team, which has won six of seven games off a battle at San Francisco, find themselves clearly among one of the best teams in the conference. Now Philadelphia is only laying one and a half points to Russell Wilson, the total 48. And I mean, the Seahawks have a big betting bandwagon right now. Uh, they really do. Uh, and of course, you know, you talked about the win uh, at San Fran that only made a big betting bandwagon even bigger. It's not only they win and cover, uh, they got there on the money line. Uh, and everyone's been betting the Seahawks are going to keep betting the Seahawks. Coming off a bye, they know what Seattle's done for them over the course of the last month. They know what Seattle's done in the underdog role. They know what Seattle's done uh, back east. Russell Wilson remains an MVP candidate. The offensive line has gotten better by the week for the Seahawks in the defense, which was very much a question mark coming into the season. Well, the pass rush has been there. Uh, you know, Clowney has been an absolute difference maker for that team. You talk about an acquisition that really, really helped, uh, that they desperately needed. Uh, that was one of them, and he's made uh, you know all the difference uh, for the Seahawks. So you can anticipate Seattle being the popular public side in this ballgame. You can anticipate the money to continue to come on the Seahawks. Thirty come on Seattle. This line opened, you know, with the look ahead line here was three, and now we're looking at one and a half. But you know, when you start to talk about the big public underdogs, I'm not usually interested. The issue comes with Philadelphia. I mean, the injury report isn't getting any better. And when you're, you know, they were missing both tackles for periods of time in the game last week. Lane Johnson never returned to the field. That's an impact injury on the offensive line. And of course, when you're missing Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey and both your right and your left tackle, guess what? Your passing game's not going to work. <laughs> you know, uh, there's things to like about Philly. I continue to think that Philly may be live for some type of late season run. This is the game they're going to have to do it in. If I'm going to get to the Eagles, I'm going to wait till this comes down even further. No surprise if Seattle continues to make money, or take money, I should say. If you like the Eagles, bet this one closer to kickoff. If you like the Seahawks, bet this one sooner rather than later. The Dallas Cowboys, if you're listening to the announcers on on primetime games, 
you would think they're 10 and 0 and Dak Prescott has a 21-1 ratio. Well, the Dallas Cowboys are are three and four their last seven games. They have wins against the Giants, Washington, Miami, the Giants, Detroit, and a banged up Philadelphia team. So with that being said, I am not on as high on Dallas as I am with some people. Secondly, if you watched Tom Brady after their win against Philadelphia, you would think they lost the game. Talking about an offense that only had 298 yards, talking about an offense that needed a wide receiver pass to score a touchdown, talking about an offense averaging 3.3 yards per carry. Patriots now a six and a half point favorite. The total is 46. Do the Patriots get healthy or do the Cowboys give New England a second loss this season? And look, this line is very telling. All right. New England is at minus seven at, I think, one or two books, books that only cater to recreational players. All right. They don't take an ounce of wise guy money. That's where the Patriots are seven at. The other line, everywhere else, they're six, six and a half, and it's not going to seven. Every time a seven has popped, wise guys grabbed it. Every time a seven has popped, a wise guy's grabbed it. There is significant support among the sharp betting community for Dallas this week. And it's kind of quiet. Hasn't really shown the marketplace yet. I would not be surprised at all to see this line go down even further. I don't think it gets back to seven. And it has everything to do with what you're talking about. Patriots offense isn't clicking right now. And Dallas, let's give Dak Prescott credit. The last two weeks, opposing teams have said, we're not going to let Zeke Elliott beat us. Dak Prescott's been thrown all over the field, and he's been able to beat them. That's something that he couldn't do two, three years ago. Cowboys passing offense is good enough to do that now. I continue to think the Patriots are something of an overvalued commodity. The market continue to think that, too. That's why this line ain't going back to seven. Lean Dallas in this one. But as I said before the Eagles game, every time I come up with a reason to bet against New England, I'm leaving the game alone. And it worked well for me last week, and it'll probably work well for me this week. The Patriots' track record is simply too good for too long for me to step in front of. Niners, Packers, Falcons, Bucks, Raiders, Jets, so many more games in the NFL to talk about. We'll get to many of those on tomorrow's show. On today's show, we're going to close it out talking about seven lost college football teams. Ralph's got some DNA that you do not want to miss stay tuned stay on the grid here with wager talk we'll be right back stay tuned NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. stretch of a wager talk and we've got breaking news that's why you watch the sports grid every day we give you this stuff as it's happening right now and it comes about a game we were just talking about colts and the texans there's someone going around las vegas as we speak making big bets at book after book supporting houston the market in vegas has just moved to four a couple of books already at four and a half i wouldn't be surprised the broader markets get there if you like the texans i find a three and a half right now those numbers are disappearing as we speak and ralph we call this betting 101 this final segment of the show and we love to highlight some trends and angles today and you got something worth talking about when it comes with to seven lost teams in college football teams who just had their bowl hopes dashed and are now playing again the following week what do you got with those seven lost teams that we need to know about eddie when you're in spring camp and then you go into August and, and you're and you're working out and you're setting your goals. Not every team has goals to get to a national championship. Not every team even has goals to win their conference. But I'll tell you what, uh, probably 120 or even more of the 130 teams have goals to get to a bowl. Uh, we can get the six wins. We can knock off this team. We can knock off this team. When that happens and you're playing through your season and you get your seventh loss, that's a that's a bubble burst. That's deflating. You can't go to a bowl. Your coaches lose the 15 extra practices in December. And the next thing you can look forward to is spring ball. So when teams are off a loss and it's their seventh loss and they're a home dog of eight or more, so you're off a loss and you're the inferior foe today, 
You're at home. The season's over. Those teams have gone 18 and 33, 35% against the spread since 2014. This has been a solid 60% play against for decades. I just closed it down to a, a shorter period of time to understand about how many occurrences it happens per year. Two teams fit the mold. BG tonight fits that mold, Teddy. And South Carolina against Clemson, I will say this. When you're handicapping those games, though, like South Carolina with Clemson, you take your trends and your angles, and you have to make sure the rivalry doesn't outweigh them as you do whenever you're handicapping a game. Take the positives, take the negatives, which have more, and base your decision on that.